0: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. Howdy.
1: I'm Kevin. I I didn't even, I don't think that clap even recorded.
0: And it's time for episode number 291 of Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast that Kevin apparently has some opinions about. (laughs) I'll figure it out. Look at it. There's a huge spike that is the entire height of the waveform that that is my clap.
2: Okay. It's Zach's biggest bump. Okay.
0: It is. It's my biggest bump. My biggest bump is the one from the clap, (laughs) he said. Uh guys, how, how's it going? Are you ready to Are you ready to do our E3 news rundown? <laughs> Sorry, I was being every other
2: podcast. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know we, anything about E3. We need and, to record
2: our predictions first.
0: Yeah, okay. I predict people will be angry about Minecraft for some reason that I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that
2: has nothing to do with E3, but okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, there, I know people are mad at Notch today. Yeah, mad, oh,
3: yeah. at, mad at Notch in particular. I don't. I haven't but heard anything about people being mad at Minecraft.
0: Somebody in my feed a couple of days ago tweeted, "I wish I could go back in time and unbuy Minecraft."
3: Yeah, I did go back in
0: time we, and unbuy Minecraft. No, this was before that. This was Pretty days sure. ago.
3: Huh. This well, that, this first happened, happened days ago. ago. It's days been, ago. been reverberating. I see.
0: Oh. Well, he's been doubling down. It's good yeah. that I have managed to avoid it completely.
2: That's been my strategy.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm not even really doing it on purpose. I just don't follow Notch on Twitter.
2: Uh, I mean. You don't have to. Y- yeah. You don't have like people like even are if happy. you have him like blocked, the, he'll still show up in like when some like, someone will take a screenshot of a tweet and yeah. then like then he shows up there. When are they finally going to start limiting pictures to 140 characters? Uh, seriously. And
3: 140 pixels.
0: Oh, yeah, just a fourteen by ten GIF of a swastika. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the only things that you could put in a fourteen by ten GIF.
2: I think you'd really like Pico Eight. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd really like. You think I'd really
0: be able to draw a lot of colored swastikas? Animated. Uh, J- Jim is saying that because a minute ago we're we're gonna do an Apple II game for our assignment, and uh, I had downloaded an Apple II emulator, and I was like trying to trying to see if I remembered anything about low res graphics programming on the Apple II, and I remembered that the internet exists and i could look up a guide and then yeah it was doing a real weird thing (laughs) i think i think it was because i had loaded that game disc and then i was at a prompt on that and then when i tried to write basic code it was just like syntax error in line 65,034 like i didn't didn't exist in your program write that line isn't
1: that what it always says when you try to just just type in The go to whatever on the prompt.
0: Well, I didn't. I was typing code. Kevin, I know how to program an Apple II. (laughs) Okay, I do sort of. I wrote a golf game for the Apple II once. I should show it to you sometime. You'd be really excited about it. Yeah, I would. (laughs) Actually, I don't think I wrote that one. I just added graphics to a golf game from that Creative Computing 101 Basic Computer Games book. Oh, much
2: much like someone did to the prisoner to make it the prisoner two.
0: Oh yeah. Hey, no spoilers shit Kevin and I did a puzzle pint last night and it was very very nominally the prisoner themed. Oh,
3: nice. I forgot about that
0: again. Well, you didn't miss much. It was okay. the puzzles were pretty easy and they weren't really about the prisoner at all.
3: Answers, I don't know, I've never the seen. The
0: answers it. were kind of prisoner themed, <laughs> I guess. What's the prisoner about, Riff, in seven words?
3: Oh jeez. Uh
0: That's two. Yeah,
3: does that count as two?
0: <laughs> You're already out. Definitely. Yeah. I am a number, not a man, fucker.
3: Yeah, there you go. Pretty Wait, like,
1: that's, the
0: that's, that's, a, that's the opposite. That's the opposite of what it's about. You're a number, God. not a man, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's from the perspective of the oppressor. Now, um, what yeah. have you been up to, Riff? Watching The Prisoner.
3: Uh, mm, geez. Being a prisoner. Have I done anything besides work? Uh, I I bought a I bought a switch. I had to get up yeah, early, you find early in the morning to do it. Um, I was. You have to
0: get up pretty early pretty in the morning.
3: morning. Uh,
0: to buy a Nintendo console to from Target, fool a child out of a switch. I've been,
3: been keeping an eye on the the Target and Best Buy websites and noticed that a Target nearby. Apparently had a couple, so I went out there the next morning, which was this past Saturday, and they said, well, we did get some in, but the, our ad about them doesn't come out until today, so they don't go on the shelf until tomorrow. So you'll have to come back tomorrow. So, so twice in a row, I had to, I had to get up to be out at Target by 7 a.m. So that was, cool but but you did it were there other people waiting in line
0: that you had to fend off with a shillelagh
3: i i got there first fortunately so i had i had uh, well not only did i get there first but the second guy to be there was like a little kid and his mom and the kid was like super excited and was keeping track of how many other people were showing up so it was real real easy to verify that i was the first one there (laughs) So the, so there did not become any issues in that I, regard. I
0: thought you were going to say that you were like ha- warmed by being exposed to the jubilation of a child. Did, well that did was, they so did that they get also, like a case that, of that switches? also was oh.
3: kind of neat because I've never seen anybody be that excited about something in in a long time. Yeah they got I don't know they got they had maybe a, um, 12 to 16 of them I want to say.
2: So okay. the kid, the kid got one. Yeah, that's the important thing.
3: Yeah, the kid Did the kid buy
0: ten or, of them I, I and then th- go home and sell them all on eBay?
3: <laughs> nope they the target was real, uh, uh, real efficient about the whole thing. Like when the when seven o'clock came and they opened the doors, there was a woman standing there and saying, "Okay, all you guys here for switches, line up neatly." There is a cash register like right here, <laughs> one one switch per customer, and we just went through the line and that was it. So we didn't have to race to get to the electronics department or anything like that.
0: There wasn't a door buster. It was a Nope. It's more of a more of a door was, organized it was, it was, distribution. Yeah,
3: it, was, it was very orderly, which I appreciated because. Well, it's uh, good
0: now. Uh, you've got a week's supply of bread.
3: Yeah, it's true. I, uh, have
0: you played any games on the Switch? I Trick played... question, there aren't any.
3: <laughs> I played a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild, of course. I like. I got off the Great Plateau and then stopped. Um, I also have downloaded Thumper and the new Shantae game, but I haven't looked at them yet.
2: All right, no talking about Breath of the Wild yet. We're not at that part of the podcast.
0: <laughs> Did anything happen to you on the way back from Target?
3: nope it was an uneventful drive
0: did you open the box and read the manual for the switch on the drive home like an excited (laughs) child
3: that would have been good if someone else had been driving
2: yeah you should have read the health and safety
0: animation (laughs) information which said stop reading this while you're driving
1: (laughs) because it has a little GPS tracker on it yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: it's the the words disappear off the pages if it's going above a certain speed like Pokemon Go sure yeah what have you been up to, Kevin? Also just working.
1: Yeah. Puzzled point work. I saw, I saw a movie. Which one? Uh, I saw, I saw Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Did you like it? I did. It was, I I mean.
0: Really equivocating here.
1: Well, it was, it, it was extremely hyped up and it was it, as, as far as like DC action movies go or like DC comics movies go, it was pretty good. So as you far would as, give this
0: DC a B? Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Uh, it was f- fine. I don't know. I liked I liked the acting the story was kind of you know, comic book.
0: Do bullets bounce off of bracers? A bunch. Nice. Does yeah. that happen like that happens in a lot of different scenes? There's a yeah. lot of different occasions that Wonder Woman has to reflect. Or bullets deflect. and
1: swords and all kinds of things, yeah. Okay. Yep. Anything else? There's a there's a lasso.
0: Did did somebody like throw a gun at her and she bount- deflected it with her, her bracers?
1: Uh, sort of.
0: She deflected a motorcycle with kind her like bracers a, Like a
1: tank, somebody threw a tank at
0: her. Okay, she like a like a scuba bracers.
1: tank. Like a what? Like a scuba tank?
0: Yeah, I'm trying like to think. Tank? tank you can throw? Was it was she no, fighting like a, the actual tank? Was she fighting the Incredible Hulk? No. Did they? Just, would you say they threw it at her or they drove it at her?
1: Threw threw it at her.
0: Okay. Who is there a kaiju in this? Movie? No,
1: there's just. I mean, I do it but It's is there a, she, a big strong She the God of War.
0: Okay, Kratos. Sure. Okay. Say so threw some swords on chains. Yep. Okay.
1: Uh, and then I also saw uh, it comes at night. I saw that too. So here's a question:
0: What comes at night? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, nothing. nothing comes at night. No spoilers. But it's that movie is bleak as oh, fuck. AF. It is not. Uh, it is not scary the way that. I mean, it's got some spooks. I guess. It's not scary the way the preview would have you believe, but man, it is like, it is like a Cormac McCarthy Love story the without the, without the hopefulness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> super grim. Yep. Uh, see it if you, if you want to be kind of depressed.
1: Yeah.
2: What have you been up to, Jim? Uh, eating soup again. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we finally, uh, got the, when you have to do this with with three people instead of two, it's a lot harder to like get everybody organized. Oh, Is that, yeah. do do like a you camera
3: need person. Three spoons.
2: That's right. Uh, yeah, we well we have someone who like knows AV stuff. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Matt who uh, runs the um, IGG event, so he's been doing that for years. So he's he he knows cameras and he knows audio.
1: Is he a member of the Onion uh, French Onion Soup AV
2: Club? <laughs> I don't I don't know that one. Okay. Um,
0: and so, oh. and also he okay. like, cause the onion. Yeah.
2: Okay. And also he owns another camera. Okay. So we can have three cameras. Right. Um, I, I was really hoping we would have it like down to a science and I could be out of there in like a few hours, but
1: how many episodes did you record?
2: Four. Okay. And um, each like an hour. Well, it was more like five hours of fucking around and, and like testing, like Supes. setting white balance and like, uh, and, and testing microphone setups. Okay. And then like uh and then like an hour per after that.
1: Oh, that's like a full day.
2: Yeah. So are you now you now have to spend hours and hours and hours editing them? Yeah, but that's the fun part.
1: Okay. Is it really?
0: I really enjoy that part.
1: So when you edit, do you just take all three camera feeds, line them up so that they're like concurrent and mm-hmm. then just pick which one you're going to display at any given time? Well,
2: I, and I also just cut out like 90% well, of it, sure. But yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's a it's a fun process, it, and uh like I I don't know. I do think you make a non linear. What's up? Do you put bits from yeah, the end? Do you do some like Tarantino
0: time jumps?
1: Oh,
2: I definitely will set up like oh if I think this like thing from over here would be a good like setup for this punchline over here. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, what kind of if it's not too much of a spoiler, Jim?
2: What kind of soup? Uh, I just. Say there's a there's a chicken pot pie style soup in there? Okay. Yeah. Pot pie is not a style of soup.
0: <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> okay. So it's just like a pot pie filling without the without the yeah, yeah. Or does it have chunks of
2: One of our one of our complaints was that there was no crust. Right. Yeah, no kidding.
0: There's not like s- chunks of oh, soggy pastry. I think you're
2: supposed to
1: eat the can. Okay. <laughs> we didn't try that. Oh
0: yeah, was it a bread can? No, it was definitely made of metal. <laughs> was it bigger than a bread can? Yes. Um, how big is a bread box, guys? Like this? Uh, I've you know, never seen a bread box. Big.
2: I assume it's bigger than a loaf of
0: bread. It is. Yeah. It's, but is it like a lot bigger than a loaf of bread? It
3: is probably like,
0: d- double the size of a loaf of bread. In yeah. what dimension? All dimensions. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, that's so about right to me. Yeah. I think of like so. There was a thing so, that
0: all of my family. Yeah members had in the 80s which is like a little sort of roll top desk looking thing that says bread on it uh-huh. in a provincial font yeah but that's not a bread box Who's that's this? like a bread desk
3: no it's a bread box <laughs> so it's that you, it's where you write your bread letters
0: so why is your size reference a thing with such a weird shape
1: well it's also the other thing that's weird about it is that they all they come in different sizes and shapes right like there's okay there's no, so it's like no saying phenomenon. it's bigger
0: than a rock sure okay. the country
1: iraq yeah, uh, I mean it's it's a thing that was in everybody's it's, house. Right? It's bigger so than it's, a rock. It is a thing that everybody mythological knows. Bird
0: that shat on Hercules. It's, you know what? I almost said instead of Hercules, Heathcliff. Okay. That is <laughs> that is the name that sprung to mind when huh. thinking of the hero of legend. Do you remember her, Heights*? Hercules' *Wondering uh, seven labors, one of which was getting a bunch of fish skeletons out of the trash. Oh, you're thinking <laughs> of a, diff- a
1: different Hootlef. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think breadbox
1: is a is a nice medium sized object, right? Because it's it, in the inhuman scale. It's sort of you could put a toddler in it. You could. Yeah. A very a very tiny yeah, one, like a, yeah, a flexible to- toddler up. is probably.
0: Yeah, like, a toddler you could is put probably a baby. So big. In it.
1: A baby. Okay. Yeah. Which apparently they're
0: different. Because babies don't toddle. When you think of a loaf of bread. Yeah. What kind of loaf of bread is it? Wonder Bread. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's fucking just a white. That size. So it's like a foot and a half long, six inches square. Ish. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. I also had no idea how big a bread box was. No. Yeah. Uh, is there any actual. Uh, News out of
0: E3 that anyone knows about or cares about.
2: I, I think the uh, Mario game looks real good. Yeah. The new what? What is uh,
0: what is true of it? I've heard people. I've heard people comparing the feelings that they get from this to the feelings that they got from Mario sixty four.
2: Uh, th- it is. M- so in that regard, it's more open, whereas the uh, the last few three D Mario games have been fairly linear affairs. Like you pick a level, but each level is linear for the most part. This one seems to be more open, like open world kind of, uh, which is, um, I mean, that's something I really missed from Mario 64 was the sense of exploration. Um, The feature that they were, but that that was something we knew from like a year ago. Uh, The feature that they were showing that was interesting this time was that you can like you can throw your hat at NPCs and take their bodies over. And apparently this works with almost every object in the game. Even inanimate objects? Uh, inanimate objects, you don't take them over. They just, like, there was a, there was, like, if you throw it at a signpost, like, it'll, like, pull back the signpost and fling your hat over and you teleport, something like that. I saw a video of that. Um, but apparently, like, almost anything you throw your hat at it does something interesting. And if it's animate, you take over its body. Okay. Was
1: that why I saw a tiny hat on a dinosaur?
2: Uh, yeah. That's one of the things in the demo they showed was you okay. controlling a t-rex what happens to mario's body while he's doing this i think you like live within the other creature
1: like some sort what of if possession kind so of. so yeah. if you
2: what if you miss with the hat uh then the hat comes back and goes back on your head do you then take over your own body so when does it <laughs> yeah when do <laughs> you, you already have when already does have. Yeah. when does your
0: body leave like you know what i mean
2: does, no. the, does
1: the body? Does the physical body physically stay there? I think it I mean, dissolves. So he when
2: like the poofs. the, the an- I saw this. I saw an animation. You throw your hat at the thing, like it lands on the dude, uh, and then like there's an animation where like Mario like turns into a like a, to light and gets sucked into the head yeah. of the NPC. I, see.
1: I am beginning to think that you are not actually playing a Mario game. You're you're actually the hat. I think I think you have always I, been the hat.
2: I think <laughs> that is a reasonable interpretation of this cosmology. Yeah. Okay. Well, what that's I mean, what happens?
0: So if Mario picks up his hat and throws it into the air like he has just graduated from plumber school, and then it lands on his own head, does anything happen? Are there any particle effects or anything? I don't know. I didn't see. The
2: any he probably says that. He says that all the time, so probably
0: okay. Um, what happens if Mario throws his hat onto like a corpse?
2: You oh, ooh zombies! I think corpses just vanish <clears throat> in the Mario
0: universe. Some of them stay around as dry bones. Oh, good point. What
1: happens if you if you push someone off a cliff and then throw the hat onto them as they're falling?
0: You know, in buzzy beetles, their corpses are just upside down buzzy beetles. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can't Buzzy Beetles always come back? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you thinking of the Swapper? Is that is that a Swapper joke? It wasn't
1: d- directly, but like like that, it opens all sorts of weird like questions, right? Like, yeah.
2: Well, in the Mario universe, when you die, you respawn at the nearest latest checkpoint. And in this game, instead of losing a life, you lose ten coins. Huh. Let's not forget that according to the lore of the instruction manual for Super Mario Brothers
0: on the NES, <clears throat> all of the bricks that you're destroying are citizens of yep. the Mushroom Kingdom that have been turned into bricks yeah. by Bowser's magic.
2: So you want to, you so, get 50 points for killing each one of them. What
0: you don't see <laughs> is at the end of the game when you defeat Bowser and his spell is undone, all of the bloody body parts that just litter the trail that you tread to get there. What
1: was that really? That was in
2: the manual. Wow. Yep.
1: Did they I assume they backpedaled on that. The I
2: don't think they thing. just
1: stopped I shipping it.
2: manuals. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty much how it went. Okay. Uh also apparently the story of this isn't about Peach getting kidnapped. At least the part I heard about was like you're trying to gather musicians for uh a, a different princess, maybe Rosalina. So, I think that
3: might be a side plot or something. There's definitely maybe, some yeah. kind of plot where where Peach is getting married to Bowser.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah. is I mean is it voluntary? I mean, maybe
3: For, well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> you guys we'll I have got. I guess.
0: I've got like a hot super deep video game idea what if you the hero that's doing all of the jumping and like time reversals and stuff Mm -hmm. are not actually rescuing the princess but the princess has been trying to get away from you (laughs) the entire time and also also... nuclear bombs
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. the nuclear bomb is bowser (laughs) i think you might be onto something
0: okay um Guys, I've got another idea. Uh-huh. Graph paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the Mario, the, so I, I saw there's some there's like a new 2D Metroid yeah. game two, coming out actually, on the 3DS, so, there's, so that's There's, there's yeah, two I have a new Metroid, of Metroid games, Castlevania
2: actually. Lords of Shadow. What?
3: Puzzlevania Lords of Shadow? <laughs>
2: Wrestlevania. Wrestlevania <laughs> Lords of Shadow. <laughs> Uh, Ca- Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which yeah, is which like a... a
3: wasn't <laughs> great. Although Jeremy Parrish's take on it is that those guys are work for hire guys and Nintendo will keep a much tighter leash on them than Konami did. Yeah.
2: I mean, so, the, the, we'll the third parties that are making, uh, what you would expect to be first party Nintendo products tend to be pretty micromanaged.
3: Yeah. And the 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 trailer for it looked pretty good. It's it's by the way, it's not a it's not a new game. It's a remake of Metroid Two.
0: Well, it's a new game. Yeah, yeah, remake of the one that nobody played.
3: Yeah, it's a new game in the sense that like Zero Mission was a new game.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, and, it kind of makes more sense why they shut down that ASMR yeah video about Metroid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, what AM two R? What was it called?
3: Yeah. Another Metroid another Metroid metri- remakes two
0: remakes. Two remakes. Yeah, yeah, another one. The first one being the one that Nintendo was doing, and they knew about that when they picked the name,
2: Shit. right?
1: Uh, they announced a prequel to Life is Strange. Mm. Before the storm. That looks pretty cool.
0: Was there a storm that uh, gave Sam her powers?
1: There's a storm in Life is Strange that comes and destroys the town. That's like the whole... Don't you remember the premise of the
2: video game? There was definitely a storm. and (laughs) it, It had to do with the powers, but I don't remember the actual relation...
0: I remember there was that janitor named Samuel, and when I was playing Life is Strange with Amelia, she came up with a fun, different thing for Samuel's name, and it really, really bothers me that I can't remember what it was, because it was something like Sand Heel, or it was something with sand in it, and I, I missed that joke. So much because it's just gone. She doesn't remember and I don't remember. And it's, that's what I remember about Life is Strange. Episode one. Okay. And then I think, all right, do you? That game's a real tragedy. Do you go, do you have to have like a fetch quest where you're looking for beer bottles in the second episode? In like a, in like a junkyard? In like a junkyard? Yeah. Yeah. To shoot at. Yeah. Okay. That sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so those are the two things I remember. I don't remember a storm. So yeah. If this prequel was, call me when they make a prequel that's before, sand boy and without having to go get bottles then i'll be like yeah i'm excited about that game what so don't you develop the game mechanics of life is strange during the first episode yeah. of life is strange yeah.
3: like the beginning so what of it, so
2: so is but, this like it's of your powers of time travel, so maybe yeah, it's a you prequel have this in the sense that
0: vision of the storm
1: coming and destroying the whole town.
2: Maybe it's a prequel in the sense that, like, your character just went oh. back in time to before the events, or of the maybe first there's game. no time travel mechanic, and yeah. it's just a cool story.
1: It might even
3: not even be the same characters.
0: Oh, wait, maybe there it was never a time travel mechanic, and this is about you getting abducted by aliens and being driven insane, oh. and then it turns out the entire uh, main game was just a hallucination.
1: Oh, oh and it's yeah.
3: it's
0: the storm, like, then
1: it uh, doesn't
3: matter what choices you made.
1: Like the that race of aliens in Halo. What are they called? The 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 Covenant. Covenant. Isn't there another one though? Isn't there like the, uh, the plague or, or the, the flood? The flood. Yeah. The storm and the flood. Yeah. I you
0: are gonna say maybe you're a soldier in Operation Desert Storm. Okay. Uh, and you get so PTSD that you b- believe that you are a girl twenty years later with time travel powers.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: But maybe. it's all an incident at Owl Creek Bridge, except Owl Creek is in uh, the Persian Gulf.
2: Okay. Maybe. They have the same game mechanics that just don't justify them in the story. Okay.
0: Mm, okay. Maybe it's just the, the the conceit is that you, the player, have the ability to reload save games, oh, yeah, which is <laughs> a kind of time <laughs> long, travel. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: There should be a category. Maybe there is a category on, like, Giant Bomb's database of video games that is games where the save and load mechanics are cooked into the fiction.
3: Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there's slouching towards Bedlam mm-hmm. is like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Skyrim. Th- right. Right. Because of the one lore book that you. It's not just <laughs> one. There's like oh. It's like it's
1: all over the place. Yeah. Of,
0: yeah. If you read all the lore books like Kevin did, you learn that. Yeah. The Dragonborn is the only one that's capable of saving and loading. Yeah.
2: There's
3: wow. The Sands of time. Kind of.
2: Yeah. Undertale has that.
3: Oh, yeah. And Undertale.
0: Sometimes there's a diegetic save. We've talked about this, right? Like that. Let me write down your name in these scrolls of oh, valor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. the, like in here, no more heroes. Um,
2: well,
3: like, or like the pattern what else? buffers in in Metroid games and stuff.
2: Hmm. Are you? So, forgive me if I'm just rehashing your joke, but you're referring to toilet paper as scrolls of valor here? Uh yeah, okay. but
0: the scrolls uh, so like in Dragon Quest games, you always go to like a church to save and they re- they they gild your deeds into Right. A, yeah. Into toilet paper. It's better than gilding <laughs> your deeds. Indeed. Where sand tree <laughs> I just, I, it's it's gone. It's okay. gone. It might not have even been sand. Hmm. Uh, poor guy. He had a bucket of paint on a ladder. Okay, you do something with that. Splash a someone's cardigan to make them mad.
2: More like sad mule. Okay.
0: Hmm. What he's sad because he's uh, can't reproduce. <laughs> sure. I mean, just because women don't like him, not not because he's sterile. <laughs> anyway, uh I I'm have been despite the fact that all of the podcasts that I've listened to have been talking about nothing but E3 for the past f- week. You have no idea what's going on. I don't have any idea. Like no, because none of it it's like that whole section of the of video games is not anything. Like I don't
2: Yeah, I remember like ten years ago being super into this stuff and like listening to every giant bomb E three podcast and just, I don't think giant bomb was a thing ten years ago, but you know what I mean. Um, and or podcasts, <laughs> I, 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 they were just starting to be a thing. Okay. Um, and uh, I've definitely like, I kind of miss that. I kind of miss like being that excited about this
0: about AAA stuff. I mm-hmm. mean,
2: about yeah, yeah, just like being like into it enough that I'm gonna just gonna like absorb all the news and like make judgments about which games are cool.
0: There are so many games to play that I just wish that I would stop hearing about games that are not going to be out for two years, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because it's not... they got to start that hype train. They do, but it's like, just feels like marketing rather than, th- than, like, journalism, you know? All of it feels like marketing. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, you know, I'm excited about a new Bioware game that's not in one of their existing IPs, but, like... It set the how an- far out anthem is anthem thing years also it looks exactly like destiny, like based on the little that I know about destiny, anthem looks exactly like destiny. There's like a guy in a robot suit and maybe he shoots at space
1: <laughs> wait is it does he shoot bees and does he <laughs> live under the ocean? Is it just Bioshock again?
0: mm-hmm no bioware is not it's it's
2: jade uh empire is that what that was called? <laughs> The Jade Raymond, the Karate, the, yeah, the producer on Assassin's Creed. Yep, the
0: the Karate uh, Kid, Bioware game that there weren't any sequels to. Karatika, uh, Jade
3: Empire is it
0: called Jade? It's called Jade Empire. Isn't that a Star Wars game? You're thinking of Mara Jade and the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Mara Jade in the Empire Strikes Back. I, I think
2: Jade Empire was a sequel to KOTOR. Well, wasn't it? Mastered.
1: There is... No, because there's a KOTOR 2. Yeah, KOTOR... Uh, is,
2: is it a subtitle, Jade Empire? Fuck, I don't know.
1: This is like a, a, a podcast games. about video games by people who've never there's played a, a video who game. people who've never played a video game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's
3: a character named Jade in Beyond Good and Evil, which they have oh, yeah. the sequel to. That's is it a sequel cool. or a prequel?
0: It's a prequel.
3: Is it a prequel? All right, so so okay. yeah, do, do I just know about a
0: Bioware game that none of the rest of you have heard
1: of? Because I'm never... I'm, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Bioware game list he googled <laughs> dragon age inquisition dragon age origins never went. jade empire 2005 it's did we not do this as an assignment no it's so it's, so it's like not
2: a star wars game no
0: it's like an it's li- it is a game that's sort of the same like tech level of knights of the old republic and pretty similar gameplay but you're like a karate person in a Monastery. You're not a karate look-
2: person in the Star Wars universe. Like, well, yeah, you're kind like, of. A- I've totally mentally conflated these two products. I knew about Jade Empire. I just thought it was a Star Wars game. Okay, I mean, it has the word Empire in it. That might be all it is. No, you're
0: like, you're like in like, I don't know, Asia. <laughs> Le- you know, like that—that kind of Asia that right. a video game can get away with being set in, right. where it's like pagodas the- and yeah, like a just a mishmash of different Romegas. a mishmash of different martial arts movie tropes, right? Um, well, we should play that game for an assignment at some point because apparently it's just a Bioware RPG that none of us have played. Did you like Night Stealer, Public? I, I don't. I didn't play much of it. Mm. I think that was one of the rare assignments where we all got really into it. I, yeah, I finished it. And I think we all finished it. Yeah. Riff, did you finish it? I don't remember. We I, all finished I, it except for I believe for
3: I have finished it in the past. I don't know if I finished it for that assignment.
2: How long was it? 20, 20 hours. 20 hours, maybe. This was back when you all had more free
0: time. Yeah. We we took two weeks okay. to do it. But yeah, also, I mean, it was when we were it was when we were, young. You know, yeah, when we were still... Still, uh, KOL had a lot of fat to live off of. Someone should tell me if the Glittermitten Grove booth is any good. Oh, at E3. Someone yeah. should tell you if Glittermitten Grove is any good. Somebody would like a reviewer. to know that. So Does it have
1: heard... a score?
2: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Mm.
1: I heard yeah. that they just sold passes to the public to E3 yeah, for the first time, uh... and that it is just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, oh, like bet. PAX. Okay, yeah, PAX is pretty cr- packed. Packed. <laughs> packed. Pact. Yeah. Bill Paxt.
2: Crampxt.
1: Br- Brian Crampston. <laughs>
2: uh, so, yeah. I, it's a great page. <laughs> Rachel and Justin are running that booth, and I have no idea what they're doing. I saw a banner looks pretty cool. Yeah. Did Adult Swim set the booth up? No, I think it's just us. That, and by us, I mean...
1: Them. Well, did the, they
2: have to get the banners printed and stuff? Uh Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she's Rachel is selling stickers to try to... Recoup that. Recoup that, yeah.
1: Wait, you can sell stickers at a convention? Yeah, apparently it's okay. Huh. That kind of seems like something the publisher would pay for.
2: Yeah. Doesn't it? it? Maybe. Yeah, they've been kind of hands-off. Hmm. I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk about this, actually. where
0: well, their hands are busy tightening their purse strings. <laughs> <laughs> they've got their glitter mitten gloves on. Ooh. Why would you need mitten gloves? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, they're they're gloves that you wear on the outside of your mittens.
3: Yeah, so you can so you get your fingers back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think it's a standard like clause that you let the publisher handle advertising, but that was just never going to happen with mm. this project because of the ARG to start with, you know. So, like, yeah, we're just doing it ourselves. Has anyone ever done a Bible-themed alternate
1: reality game
0: called Noah's Arg? Yeah, yeah. Temple it, OS. It's
2: basically an Arg.
0: Um, the Arg of the Covenant. Yep.
2: Yeah. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of good good. Things there's multiple
0: there. args. Yeah. The
2: the Bible has a lot of args. Um, Jim, have you played any video games? Uh, I played a game called Super Jinjenero. Let me look. Look at me. Just let me make sure I, I'm saying that right. G E N G I N G I N Super Gin. Okay, turn off the music. G I N J N E R O. Uh, and this is a platformer where you're like a blue ball with a smiley face on it, jumping on green bricks, and you tilt the phone to to roll in various directions. Uh. Uh, in the opening of the game. You get a text message from your wife saying that she and the kids are stranded on the moon because their spaceship broke down.
1: But you're playing this on your phone. So what if it's actually your wife saying that you she's – Yeah, I had
2: to – <laughs> well, I'm not married yet. Okay. So, like, that's how – that's what gave that away. All right.
1: So for somebody, though, that could yeah. have been really confusing. Yep.
2: Or maybe time goes backwards on the moon,
0: so – Right. You, you already have a moon wife and kids. Uh-huh. Could Th- be. She's is
1: green, but it eventually will not be green.
2: <laughs> the gr- green means moldy or yeah. not mold. Okay, yeah.
1: So, like, it unmolds.
2: So, after, like, going g- jumping across enough green bricks, you run into a spaceship. Okay. And the spaceship, like, has, like, two pixels worth of fuel, so you take off and then crash immediately and die. <sighs> okay. And then uh, the way the game handles death, you have a certain number of lives, and each, each after each life, it shows you the word dead in Morse code. Okay. Uh, and then after you've lo- lost all your lives, there's a cutscene where it's the, it uses the same text message interface where the wife tries to talk to you. But since you're dead, you can only send blank messages. <laughs> and she gets progressively more upset. Uh-huh. And that's as far as I've gotten in the game. That sounds pretty great, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so far. Weird. There's a um, a checkbox in the options called um, 2016 election mode. That changes the blue ball to a Hillary Clinton face. Huh. And
0: okay. Well, I don't like that.
2: <laughs> okay. And, like, spar- the sparrows that fly around to Donald Trump's face. And, like, I'm assuming that means that if you hit the sparrows, you die. But I never got to that, like, I never got high enough to. Yeah.
0: Seems like you need to get pretty high to play this game to the fullest, am I right? Uh, but not so high that you can't
2: read Morse code. Right. Well, I had to. I had to like look. I didn't just know the letters. I had to. I had to look it up to figure out what it was trying to tell me. It's very. I was. I was. I was impressed by how weird it was. But like, I. It. It would be a lot of effort for me to try to get past the point in the game where I am, because you have to start over when you run out of lives. Hmm. So like, I'm. I'm probably done. I've probably seen as much of it as I'm going to. So. Are
0: you supposed to have gathered more fuel or something? I don't know.
2: Are you? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Um, <laughs> uh, what else did I play? I played uh, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. Is that the like phone it's a, it, clicker? It's a clicker, game? yeah. Okay. And I saw people talking about how woke it is. Okay, um, and I think what they mean by that is that there is a stand-in for Uber, um, who is kind of a corporate asshole who's out of touch with the kids. Um, but also, you have to like, in order to like really progress in the game, you have to um, sell your company to him over and over again. Like the the way this the, the, a lot of clickers have the concept of prestiging, which is mm-hmm. like you start over, but you get a bonus to the next uh to the new game plus. And uh, the this ver- this game's version of that is selling your company to the Uber stand-in. Your your company, which is characterized by like a
0: tremendous amount of collateral damage and dead passengers, and
2: <laughs> but like also a like flagrant disregard for traffic laws. Awesome, and- cool, hip, like. Uh, punk taxi drivers with with uh, culturally diverse and okay, uh, but yes, you're right. There's a lot of like breaking things in this game. Um, do you, is there any driving?
0: No, you don't do any. Okay, so does it just does it show you like a movie of a punk rock man driving a passenger somewhere and running
2: over a fire hydrant? Uh, you,
0: what you see is you get like a
2: top down view of the city and all your you you hire various drivers and you see them drive around is it possible for you to hire
0: like is it possible for you to play the game as though you were like say in and out burger where you only hired like very wholesome looking white kids nope you don't choose who you hire
2: oh no you just uh, that is woke you just unlock uh you just unlock new drivers like amd and
0: yes okay that's your example of a driver?
1: I don't fucking know. I don't... <laughs> yep. I've never had to deal with this shit before. Uh,
0: x86. Um. <laughs> um. Hi mem dot sis.
2: Oh, that actually is a driver,
0: though. Yeah, yeah. no, that's... Well, that was...
3: I was... Oh,
0: you were trying to say things that weren't... Dry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi C. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Um... I'm new to this whole PC world. Give me a break. Welcome uh,
2: to the PC World podcast. <laughs> Whoa, you okay there? Yeah, uh, it's it's really hard for me to see this game as being like uh, anti-capitalist when, like, every clicker is about like a celebration of hyper-capitalism.
1: So, or just, just watching numbers get bigger right like they're not always
2: money it's almost always money
0: but it is always it is always like using cookies it is using assets to secure the means of production to produce more assets to secure more of the means of production to upgrade the means of production it's never like spend these cookies to improve the conditions for your elves this will slightly reduce cookie production right (laughs) they're never going to give you that upgrade nope no. Um, do you remember Christmas Clicker? I do, and how great it was. was great. out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know that one. The thing that was great about it, it was it is not great really by by modern standards. It was not you know it was not like a cookie. It, you know, had it was not a candy. One really good idea, and it was also short. Candy box. Yeah, it was pretty short. The one good idea that it had was there was a bonus that you could rack up by just thinking of things that they had thought of that were Christmas related and typing the names of them.
3: Yeah. Ah.
1: <laughs> and there were, like, 50 so, or 60 things. Yeah, there
0: were a lot of them, and there were things where you, like, had to sort of, like, look up different people's Christmas traditions that you maybe never heard of to figure out how to type more things into this box. Pretty good. That that does sound very candy box-like. But I think that it was not – it was also pretty capitalist. I think you were just getting, I don't know, Christmas lights. What were you earning? I forget. I, yeah, I don't remember what the basics of – presents, You you know, so you can teach your kids about – Acquisitiveness. I mean, Christmas really is a celebration of capitalism, right?
1: Give a kid a question. they will ask for a day, teach a kid to the question. They won't shut up forever. I don't know. <laughs>
0: what if you raised a child by pretending that Christmas was a day that everybody was just got really excited about it and everybody loved it. But instead of getting presents, you just had to get rid of some stuff. And the reason everybody was excited is because, like, the renewal of a fresh new year with the more free space in your house.
1: But, like, within your kid, like, sort of of their own volition, like, it's like, oh, I should do that with the pets. And they, like, they throw them out or whatever, right? Like, okay. Animals shouldn't be,
2: shouldn't be, shouldn't changed. be caged. It yeah. would be pretty hard to hide this information from them. Like- Not if
0: you homeschooled your kids in the middle of the woods <laughs> and never let them uh, the be
1: exposed of a to any media.
2: Talks. I think it I was at night. a M. night and night movie. Yeah. The village.
0: Yeah. Uh anything else besides your your clack clacky
2: ticker and your um crazy, I mean, crazy I, ball crazy ball still, still, death game? Still praying playing prey a little bit. I don't yeah. really have much to say about it that I haven't already said.
0: You're sticking to your second playthrough? Yeah. Doing your typhon only mods yep so you're just dealing with a very constrained inventory
2: uh yeah it's it's continuously annoying um, I guess you've got a better idea of
0: the space now so you know where the recyclers are yeah what are you crafting
2: mostly um I've been uh this run through I'm mostly crafting um the nine millimeter ammo uh I've been using that gun to supplement like my my combat skills right now. I'm using mostly psychoshock and kinetic blast, um, and like if I cast those two things on almost any enemy, so far I can finish them off with a few bu- few bullets. Uh, psychoshock is really nice because like at that it prevents enemies from using their own abilities. Aha! So that would be good. It's it's real uh like. The Typhon stuff is really nice. I I had no idea when I was avoiding it. What have you been playing, Kevin?
1: Uh, I have been playing a little bit of Monument Valley 2.
0: Uh, How is that?
1: I like it. Uh, yeah, they've, they have they have sort of a new, a new mechanic, which is kind of cool. I haven't gotten very far in it. Uh, I was stuck on a level for a while because I did not recognize one of the things as a doorway, mm. which I felt was a little weird that that like normally those levels are super clear what is going on and this was one case where it was not that was not true but
0: and do you think it was deliberately obfuscated to make it harder no or i think just it was you just, i think it was just me not being an aesthetic able to choice it. that you didn't yeah recognize right away
1: um yeah i haven't gotten really far and i have not had much time to do anything
0: my understanding order. of monument valley one is that there were only like five or six levels is that yeah, I mean the level. A level like, was that that game was like a half hour long, though. Was, was, it was like an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there were is,
3: there were some extra levels released later. Mm, I think too. Yeah,
0: is this one longer?
1: I have no idea. Mm. The 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 menu does not let you sort of look yeah. ahead.
3: I think I want to say there's a dozen or so levels, a dozen ish. But each okay. each each level might have an unknown number of sub levels, so it's hard to
1: Did you finish it, Riff?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Getting real siren-y out there.
3: Yeah.
1: Dramatic yeah, sireny. Plug
3: your ears with wax and lash yourself to the mast.
1: Um play anything else? Just being tempted by a fire truck.
3: <laughs> um. Fire truck <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, nothing, nothing else.
0: I played, uh, a couple hours of Oxygen Not Included, oh, the yeah. clay dwarf fortress, like. What,
1: what is the idea there? Are you like in a bunker?
0: You're in an asteroid. There's like a portal that creates some people, and then they're just in this tiny, fully enclosed space inside an asteroid with just a little bit of air. And you kind of mine out the asteroid in all directions and build structures and build machines, too. There's a lot of very, very detailed physics simulation going on with, like, gases and liquids okay uh and so there's a lot of just management of the oxygen and so like there's you know you can make a thing where you there are these big patches of there's a lot of living stuff in the in the asteroid okay um there's like a like big patches of algae and there's some alien monsters and stuff that are around you get like you can build machines right off the bat that turn algae into oxygen so you just sort of it seems like it is a game where it is specifically designed for you not to be able to achieve any kind of stasis. Like you always have to feed resources in to keep the colony going. And so you always have to be expanding outward to get new resources, which capitalist is, it is very capitalist, which seems really good. Um, and it's got that kind of like, Oh, now everything is a disaster, uh, (laughs) sort of just deal. It's, it's very like Terraria like, in its presentation like it's the granularity of the world is coarser than in terraria like a, a person is like two blocks tall um but there's like there's a layer where you run electrical cord to different things and you then can like you can unlock research to do like gas piping so you can like install a vent in one place and a pump in another place and run pipe between them and then like as you research more advanced things like you start out there's an outhouse that people can just shit into and you have to put some dirt in it and then you have to clean it every once in a while but then you can like build a toilet but that requires you to have a pipe with a supply of water coming in and then the waste has to go somewhere so you sort of like you can like dig out a dig out a septic tank i guess or you can like just feed it back into your water supply <laughs> um i don't know i didn't get that far <laughs> um, but i don't know it's fun it's it, it it's about the same level of complexity in terms of like the number of things that there are to build as my understanding of don't starve, but not other people's descriptions of don't starve. But it's because what it is is so constrained because you're building a base mm-hmm. rather than like exploring a very, very, very boring and samey landscape. Uh, it, it feels just it, like it's that level of complexity is okay for a sim. Whereas I, I think it, you know. You know how I feel about don't starve, but right. I feel like the level of complexity of stuff that you can do there is like both not not up to what you need for an adventury, like you're a guy running around in a in a world kind of thing, and also pointless because of the permadeath. I don't know what happens if like all your colonists die in this. I haven't had anything like really bad happen to them. You start out with a bunch of food, and they don't really tell you. Oh, you you've got like a few days to get a food supply going. There's a machine that will turn just like dirt into food.
3: Oh, that's
0: um, handy. but it but it uh, can give your it can give your guys diarrhea. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's fun. It's in early access also, so it's like not done, but they seem to be patching it regularly and adding new things for you to do there was this most recent update was apparently adding a bunch of farming and so i did some farming there's some trees that grow lice that you can then turn into like cake trees that grow lice yeah
3: huh and then you make cake out of the lice
0: some kind of bars like lice bars horrible yeah yeah that's pretty grim
2: Lice cakes
0: and the um the, the when the food comes out of the food extruders, it really very much looks like poop coming out of a butt.
3: <laughs> are the so, are the extruders sort of two dome shaped?
0: Uh, no, it's just like a you know like a funnel.
2: I mean, they should make the extruder like have multiple modes of operation so they can have the bologna mode as well as the hot dog mode.
0: Okay, so like you can tighten the the extrusion aperture
2: or or like make the the individual extrusions be themselves very short. I see. Okay. So like rabbit mode. <laughs> well, I was thinking more like bologna. But
0: Oh, like li- you're thinking of like links. Like sausage links
2: or No, no, I mean like like, oh, like a, a wa- big wide big wide aperture that like then there's a slicer.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Or like a Play-Doh Fun Factory, so you can make the make the extruded food more
2: appealing to children. Right. By having it be shaped like a churro. Uh, if you're worried about children, I think they might actually like it more if it comes out of a butt. Oh, yeah? Or if it looks like it comes out yeah, of a Yeah, but what butt. if it
0: came out of a butt and looked like a churro? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
0: That seems like you're getting kind I, of the, both, like, the yeah, best both yeah, worlds. Like world.
1: cinnamon and... That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something
0: I would want. Like if I mean, have you ever watched churros being made? Because it is a lot like I haven't eaten a churro since I saw churros being made <laughs> because of how much it looked like it was
2: coming out of a butt. Okay, so like I watched a churro being made by a guy with a cart mm-hmm. on the sidewalk and there were no butts involved. Mm. There was just a guy with like a a two oh, like a bladder of dough. So it's and a bladder
3: was... instead of a butt.
2: Right. Right. It's so you don't different. think of, you don't think
0: of like a like a solid cylinder coming out of an aperture in a bladder
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> resulting in a, well, you know, inch, an inch diameter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's not like a butt. is And what also
2: you're... it was going like into a, a, a vat of oil. What do you poop into? <laughs> <laughs> I, I cool the oil down first. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Makes it, uh, it's, Makes
0: it safer to put, put it in your, 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 your is... retrofitted VW bus.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, it really puts the oil in toilet. Mm. Where I, I used to live, like, a couple of blocks from where that churro guy would set up, and it was real bad for my health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he would sell you, like, probably a yard of churro for a dollar. Whoa. Which is way more than anybody needs. Plenty of, he must have had plenty of fiber to to put in there to... To make it a yard long, like, mm-hmm. and not, bre- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Either that
0: or he's just been eating a lot
2: of dental floss. <laughs> it's kind of a fiber.
0: Well, yeah, definitely insoluble. What have you been playing, Riff?
3: Uh, well, uh, Jenny and I started, uh, our third Let's Play, our, our Let's Play of the third game in the, uh, Hamtaro, uh, Game Boy and then Game Boy Advance point-and-click
1: game series. Is Ham-Ham Heartbreak a real name, or is that just a name that you guys made up?
3: Ham-Ham Heartbreak is the, yeah, that's the name of the second one in the series.
0: Okay. What's the name of the third one?
3: The third one is called Rainbow Rescue.
0: What, that's not cool in the same way?
3: Well, it's, it's, that's the, the subtitle. It's Hamtaro colon Rainbow Rescue.
0: What uh so it's a it's like a point and click adventure game?
3: Yeah, it's um it's a little bit open worldy but but broken up into areas of different themes like there's a you know there's one where you're running around in the walls of a school and there's one where you're running around in the perimeter of a sunflower patch and things like that. And, are you ever
0: inside or outside of anything or are you always in these weird liminal shells?
3: what <laughs> i don't understand that sentence at all
0: so you're in the walls of a school or you're on the perimeter well, of a sunflower patch oh, do you well, ever get to go you, inside you get anything go or... inside
3: the the sunflower patch and the school yeah okay but but, but these the, these characters are hamsters so they're tiny so it's all on hamster scale of this real world
0: places. how would you rate it on the hamster scale
3: uh, I keep in mean... mind
0: that it's logarithmic
3: <laughs> oh well shit i have no idea then <laughs> i never figured out how log- logarithms work um but yeah you you have a gang of hamsters that run around and as you go you collect more hamsters so that you can uh pikmin style you know pick up logs or soda cans or whatever you need to move around and and some of the hamsters are better at the mini games that better at certain mini games than other hamsters are and things like that but uh yeah i mean it's a cute little game boy advance point and click adventure kind of thing that's are not, they hard not not eh. i mean we've had to go look up answers to shit on game facts but this is what i was gonna ask that it's not it's like difficult it's that it's obscure i mean it's definitely a game for for kids i was
2: gonna ask like are you like do we get to see you and jenny like being stuck on a puzzle for half an hour
3: yeah there's a there's a fair amount of that uh wandering around aimlessly because we forgot to use a particular verb on a particular guy
0: (laughs) yeah that sort of how uh was it on game boy how did they do a, a point and click adventure
3: it's uh I mean it's, it's characters well actually let's see, was that Game Boy Advance? Okay, the first two are Game Boy Color. Yeah, and then the and then the third one is Game Boy Advance. It's you I mean you run around with the D pad and you've got like a button that brings up a menu of verbs and a button that when you hold it down you run. And that's that's pretty much all you need.
0: Okay. So it's I mean it's more like a I don't know, like a dragon warrior with no combat yeah. or, or something right in terms of just okay.
3: That's fair, sure. Yeah, you could say that. It's uh, Did I, it move to the... it's not entirely dissimilar from West of Loathing with if you took out the combat. It's that kind okay. of thing.
0: Okay. I mean, there are a lot of hamsters.
3: Yeah, that's true. We need to, we need to add, mean, add some hamsters. There are a lot of hamsters, and, and, and I mean, you just can't tell because it's scaled up to, to human scale. So the hamsters. Well, and
0: also, they're only allowed them. to be in the spaces between right. other spaces, right. which you can never see <laughs> from the perspective of the real camera. Yeah, they're,
3: they're all yeah. side on. They're, yeah, they're all in the, the loading zones. But <laughs> right. yeah, so uh, if you want to watch those videos, my YouTube account is uh, Rifflesby. And uh, actually, I also uploaded a video of me playing this week's assignment for an hour. So you can see that is there as well.
0: Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about this week's assignment perception? Sure.
3: Sure. sure.
0: My perception is that it was boring.
3: Yeah, it was pretty (laughs) dull.
2: I definitely like didn't. I I, I don't know if I wasn't like able to follow the story or if I just didn't care enough to Yeah,
3: I just didn't feel engaged at all. And I, I don't know if I don't know if like, carping about it into a headset made that even worse or not, but Yeah. I yeah, I like, I was I, not it, at all spooked at any point. <laughs> yeah. I, I think having
2: played this like played Resident Evil seven so recently, like set up a very clear um difference where like in that game, it was very obvious, like, it was made very clear why I was going into this house, even if it was dumb. It was, there was and, a,
1: definitely a gap in the narrative, like, because I've been having dreams about this house. Now I'm here. Now I'm at this house, so, okay, apparently it's real, and then you go inside, uh, nobody's supposed to be here, but there's all these moving boxes. How do you know that nobody's supposed to be there? Like, what is, yeah, what? like, whose, whose house is like, this? Like, fucking break into even? someone's suburban house.
0: Right. um so the the way that this game works, and the thing that was theoretically interesting about it was that you, the main character is blind, and so you can only sort of echolocate. But what that essentially means is that you can only see little parts of the world at, at any given time, but it, not in such a way that it makes it difficult to get around or yeah. to understand what's going on in the space or to just be able to see everything. Um, it seemed like in the, in the Kickstarter pitch for it, it seemed like it was setting it up for like, okay, you find an item in the world and all you get is the, the like gone home style view of it, but you can only get the shape. And so you are having to like figure out what items are by touching them, except that that's not in the game. Yeah. It, it, there's always just like a ghost that tells you what and where everything is and
3: and, and 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 you've got a a phone app that scans notes and reads them out to you. And
0: that's pretty cool, actually. Like at least that was, that's like it's a,
3: cool. But it's it. I mean, it removes yet another thing that makes it make a difference that you're blind.
0: Yeah, I and
1: mean, the audio logs are there. They sure are tape tape recorders that play a message
0: that are just glowing all the time. The tape recorders are glowing all the time. Like it seems like what they maybe did was they made a game where you're blind, but then it was just like a huge pain in the ass and not fun because being blind sucks. (laughs) And then they made it easy so that there then became no point to the main character being blind. But So I guess it's like four chapters long. I got to the second chapter and then put it down and just never picked it back up again. You start finding all of these hiding places. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, oh, okay, is something going to be chasing me? Every once in a while it will say, the house is listening. Make too much noise and you'll spawn an enemy. And whenever that would happen, I would just start hammering on the button to hit stuff with your cane to see if anything would happen. And it never did. Did you try running
2: around and stuff?
0: yeah I never got an enemy to spawn. I,
2: I huh. never got chased by anything. There was a sequence I got to where it was like something's coming for you right now. find a hiding space yeah but, like I was and you hide inside I, a weird,
0: gross cocoon right yeah. and
2: it wasn't like I was <laughs> that like was about not where
3: I stopped playing
2: right 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 and i I wasn't like trying to take a long time, but I was like not I found the cocoon and I didn't see the prompts to get into it so I was like I kept looking for more places to hide for another minute or so mm. And so like I'm pretty sure nothing arrives.
3: Yeah. I I I never accidentally triggered a monster, but I did a couple times just to see like just hammered hammered my cane on the ground until until everything turned red and an angry thing showed up. But
0: did, will it kill you? What it, like It
3: it does kill you, but all that means is it you respawn a few rooms away from where you were. There's like mm-hmm. basically no penalty.
0: There were, I definitely like the first time I stopped and then I came back for a second session and I was like minutes behind where I had been. So I realized how infrequent the checkpointing saves were, um, you know, the game had a lot of writing that was okay and VO that was kind of bad. And I don't know, there's a story about a pregnant Woman whose husband is a psychiatrist who gets disbarred for doing weird experiments on his family. I don't know. <laughs> but why are you there? I guess it apparently explains that later. Does it? Help and there's me. more enemies and stuff later. Like those hiding places that are, that are peppered throughout the house actually become important. I guess. Do you get
1: more like random access to the house? Cause like it's super linear. It's a real, real linear.
0: Yeah. You have a, you have a like sixth sense button that just tells you where the next like plot
2: objective is. Is I, I there's think a little that bit of wandering that's probably necessary for this kind of game,
0: yeah. Otherwise, you'd wander around forever like you would if you were in a house you'd never been in and you couldn't see <laughs> and you didn't know what was going on except for having weird ghost dreams. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry about this game.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, was this your idea? No, I think, it was Riff's, I think it was Riff's idea. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll take the blame for it.
2: But I vetted it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agreed. I mean, we all agreed.
0: Yeah. It's true. Well, then we should all be sorry.
3: Oh,
2: sorry. Let's God. all
0: apologize to each other. I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Riff. Oh. I'm sorry, Kevin. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Zach. all you guys. I'm sorry,
3: Kevin. I'm sorry, Jim.
1: <laughs> I'm not sorry.
0: Gasp. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't participate. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> Jim just copped out and apologized to everybody all at once. Uh-huh. You would have been the worst character on the Waltons. It would have just ended. Good night, everybody. everybody."
1: (laughs) I wonder how many of our listeners even know what the hell that is. Yeah,
0: probably. I, I don't know what that is. I was in a restaurant the other day and they started playing the theme music from Little House on the Prairie. Wow. For some reason. And that was like a weird blast from the past. Huh. I watched a lot of Little House on the Prairie as a so, kid because it was just constantly on in syndication on one of the channels. Is Little
1: House on the Prairie different than the Waltons or whatever? Good Night, John Boy is from...
0: That's from the Waltons. I mean, Waltons. it takes place a hundred years before... Does it? ...the Waltons, yeah. Okay. Maybe not a hundred, but Waltons, I think, was modern day when it, when it aired, I think. Huh. There were cars and stuff. They had tractors. I don't remember... Like, I don't really remember anything. Then about they founded it. Walmart. <laughs> um, okay, so our assignment, uh, our next assignment is an Apple II game, uh, which is an adventure game based on the Prisoner, um, which unlicensed apparently. Yeah. It. I mean, so this was it was made in like 1980, right? Or or there about 82. And the Prisoner was from the 60s, and in the 80s there wasn't like you couldn't do. A licensed video game from a yeah from a TV show that hadn't been
2: on in twenty years like there there that, wasn't a landscape of stuff like that right and also I think the I think the reason they got away with it is that nobody cares yeah yeah
3: um
0: I we were at the at Puzzle Point last night and Mike Laserwalker who's in town for a little while told us about this game and how there were some interesting things about it I was enough drinks in that I don't remember what the interesting things were that he mentioned but I trust him. He's got a good list of iOS game recommendations. How could his Apple IIe recommendations, which are really just a primordial form of iPhone game recommendations, wow. be wrong.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So also play that Bruce Lee game, play Mobius. Um, What are, what are some other good Apple II games?
1: Karatika. Karatika. No? However you say
0: that. Yeah. I, don't know. I read a quest. I don't think did they did they release King's Quest for the Apple II? Pretty sure yeah.
1: was uh, was Prince of Persia originally
3: Apple II? Oh yeah, Prince yeah. of Persia was on Mac. I remember. It,
2: I think it was originally for the Apple II. Hmm. <clears throat> what about I read that Sid whole book Meyer's about it? Pirates.
0: Mm. It's a good book. I only played the like 2002 remake of Sid Meier's Pirates or 2004 or whenever that was. Ancient art of war at sea.
3: Oh no, yeah. I, that played that one. Scene, but I played, I pl- I played that
0: on, yeah, before. I played that in like CGA, CGA graphics on my, on my Tandy 1000 EX. Yeah. Good old Tandy 1000 EX. Jim, we got to do that stream where we show games that we wrote when we were kids. Okay. Or that we wrote when we were younger, which is any game we ever wrote. So let's just do a stream where you play Frog Fractions 2 and I'll play Kingdom of Living.
3: Okay, <laughs> we let's, can do that.
0: Let's not do that. Let's play a game where – let's do a stream where I play Frog Fractions 2 and you play Kingdom of Loathing and we just talk about how much they suck.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Country Mouse no. versus City Mouse.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one of us is City Mouse? Can we both be Country Mouse? Can we just be from two countries that hate each other?
2: <laughs> no, there, I don't think there are cities in either game. There's There's like a town. Yeah.
1: There's like space cities. There's cities on the moon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's like a a courtroom in frog fractions.
1: That has to take place in a city.
2: Of some kind, yeah. Unless it's like a like a freestanding courtroom out in the desert.
1: But like there's no law out there, right? Hamsters in
2: the walls.
0: Uh, well, that ran out of steam in a hurry. Uh, <laughs> you know who this. You know who this wonderful cool. episode of Video Games Dog was brought to us by?
3: What, one thing before, <clears throat> before we end, we should say that we're playing specifically the color remake version, Pre- Prisoner Two.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll link to it, um,
3: and I'll it's link to an
2: Apple II emulator as well.
0: Yeah, well, I'll link to a fucking GitHub repository, and people are just on their own to figure out how to get some software out of that.
3: I'm, I'm, first you pull you, you are probably <laughs> not going to like this game Zach because it is super antagonistic by design but well
2: that means read the design document instead I'll do both <laughs>
3: yeah um
2: you know I'm just you know
0: we didn't play much of that mafia game and we talked about that and it was fine
2: that's yeah. true yeah
0: um anyway uh, you know who this episode of Video Games Hot Dog was brought to us by
1: Slim Scrapplebottom.
0: Generous Patreon backer, Slim Scrapplebottom. Jin Gennaro. Generous Patreon backer, Jin Gennaro. Uh
3: J- Jennifer uh, uh, J- JPEG.
2: <laughs> Rim Romero. Gin <laughs> Gennaro Jr. <laughs> Jennifer
0: JPEG Jr. <laughs> Din Gennaro. <Dinero. laughs> Danny DeVito. Robert Dinero. De Guys, i had a great time recording episode number 291 of Video Games Hot Talk with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And if you do, fantastic. And if you don't, okay. Suit yourself. Yeah, you'll be a- fine. It's all right. Cool. It's fine.
1: Hooray. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Keep your feet in the walls and keep chewing on the wiring. It's delicious.
1: Good night. Good night, everybody.
3: Perception. Gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number 291 of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we record number 292 real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And if you do, you will. And if you don't, you won't. And if you do, coo
2: boo bella